All right, welcome back to the Appetite for Construction Friday bonus edition. I'm here with Tim. Whoa, Tim, how you doing? It's a cloudy, cooler April morning here on Friday. So you can um, say crappy. It's a crappy. It day. is. It is kind of crappy out right now. Hopefully, we're. It's going to be cold for the next week. That's what I'm understanding. So it's just what it is. Yep. So what's, we, what's, go, what's going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, not much. Just trying to get back into the swing of things. We were in D Des Moines. Des Moines is that De, French? Des Moines. Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. So we were in Des Moines <laughs> for the uh, Build My Future event uh, last year. We went, yep. and it was just so impressive what they do there. Um, five thousand five hundred kids are bussed in to uh, the uh, state fairgrounds, and um, just a really cool hands-on experience for these kids, and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of different like tabletop booths, interactive stuff, hands-on, all trade related. So you know these kids are immersed into the trades at, at an earlier age, and um, it's just pretty cool. That was your first time, Tim. What do you think? It was my first time in. It- like you just said, it's it's an awesome experience. I think back to, you know, 40 years ago when I was in high school, had something like that been available in my neck of the woods, I probably would have enjoyed it, at least got exposed to more of the trades and maybe 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 I would have taken a different path in life. But, you know, to see those kids um, at the state fairgrounds interacting with the different manufacturers there, the different associations you know, it's a trades oriented event, but you know, there are some hospitality services. There were some EMS, EMS, uh, medical services. You had you know, the U S army. I mean, a lot of different things for kids to do, but yeah, it's, I mean, 98% of this is the building trades. It's what they do with the HBA there in Des Moines, uh, Des Moines with this is very impressive. Yeah. Right on. So we have a special guest, and we'll bring him on. He is he is the architect of the uh, of the event, I would say. So uh, yep. he's uh, Brandon Patterson with the Iowa Skilled Trades. Brandon, thanks so much, man, for jumping on. How you doing? Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So you said you're taking a little time <laughs> time off, or just had the day off today, right? Just had the day off. Yep. Hopefully, get something done at home because it's been neglected <laughs> for the last couple months. And we, like we said, it's not, it's not the best weather to do stuff outside. So, but whatever. It's what we do in the Midwest. So we can see you on, on the camera here. You got a hat on, but, um, everyone we talked to before meeting up with you at the trade shows, like, you're not going to recognize Brandon. Cause he, you know, when we saw you at a shaved head last year, this year you got flowing locks and, <laughs> and, uh, so what, which, which do you like best? You know, I like a shaved head best. <laughs> Do you? Okay. I'm pretty low maintenance, and I like to just go and not have to worry about it. And I like to run in all seasons. So running with uh, long hair in the summer will not uh, will not be great here. But uh, yeah. we'll see how long it lasts. Someday I might just okay. wake up and shave it. We're getting into fashion tips with Brandon Patterson. <laughs> um, how long did it take you to grow the hair out? Just since we saw you last, probably right? No, I started uh, November. Okay. So, yep, yeah, this is the last time long. I shaved my head. So tell us about the event. I mean, w- when we were emailing with you, um, like the n- night before or the day before, you're like, listen, dude, I'm up at 530 in the morning. Um, 
I always say this is almost like planning your wedding or something because it's just so involved and intense. Take us through like you get there at five thirty. What's going on? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, so yeah, we get there that early and we're working with the uh, the people on the grounds, the people on staff at the actual Iowa State Fairgrounds. You know, we have some people that have very involved electrical equipment they have to bring that are more than greater than like a 110 or a 220 or something like that because to run that many welders or like Pella windows brings like one of those arms that you see in like Iron Man that does these different manufacturing things. They just take greater than normal requirements. So, you know, we're working with staff like that on things. Um, You know, we're letting people in, letting them build whatever they have to build to let the kids uh, have their hands-on experience. Like uh, Local 347 built this thing five years ago or four years ago for the very first uh, Build My Future, and they've been using it ever since. But it is super labor-intensive for them to even get it ready for the students to be able to do their hands-on experience, which is running wire through these pipes from one side to the other side so they can run a circuit and stuff like that. But uh, some of the some of the setups are labor-intensive which is, it kind of sucks to put up, but the kids love those ones. They're always their favorite. They're a crowd pleaser. So a lot of stuff like that, a lot of last minute changes, like you mentioned to wedding, it is just like that. I mean, things that pop up, they didn't expect, you know, last year we had, you know, sideways sleet. It was horrible to go, it was horrible outside. Um, So we had people moving in last minute from outside so they could make sure that they got kids through their, their exhibits and things like that. So you know, you're always just dealing with, with stuff like that and calls from teachers or parents or, or whatever. But, uh, in the end, uh, the show must go on. So Brennan, I was going to ask, you know, this is, this is a statewide event. You're bringing in thousands of students from hundreds of school across the state of Iowa. There is a lot of labor intensive and behind the scenes stuff that you're doing with government officials, obviously the fairgrounds and the event staff on there and all the different school districts. Talk a little bit about just the challenges and all the things that you've done to kind of get everybody onto, you know, one focus and that focus is getting the kids to interact with the different trades to hopefully, you know, join the trade someday. Talk a little bit about those challenges and how you, how you're able to accomplish that. Yeah, I'd say it's always a work in progress, too. Believe it or not, uh, the day after the event, we had a meeting first thing in the morning with those same spe- those same people. We had head of Department of Education there, had a CTE there, um, a few of our different uh, Department of Education groups like IJAG. Then we had Iowa Workforce Development, which is the state workforce uh, development initiative that runs all these different, uh, you know, they have centers all over Iowa, but then they can help find people jobs. Uh, we had a meeting first thing in the morning the next day about what we're trying to do to continue to build this and then oper- uh, you know have opportunities year round for you know we just had 5500 students now we have let's say whatever the working age let's just say it's 16 to 18 year olds here's what we have for jobs for those 16 to 18 year olds and then here's what we have for the 18 plus so like 20% of the people that scanned in um, on Wednesday our seniors. So those kids are looking to graduate, you know, what kind of jobs do we have available to them? So it's something that we're always working on um, and trying to make better is, is, is those connections with those groups. But as soon as we end this event, we start planning the next one. We already know when the next date is, 
So we're already working on how do we get <clears throat> more more students there, more schools there, businesses, and and all that stuff. So it's always a work in progress. I've said it before. It's like the more successful we are at putting on events like this, or you know, even if it's just a summer camp, or even if it's just a job internship, the more they trust us, and the more they'll allow their students or their schools to come and mm. interact with us. So as long as we continue to do what we say we're going to do and it's successful, they're going to keep, you know, leaning on us to provide those opportunities for the students and the schools. Now, are there repeat kids that come back uh, from last year to, the, to this? There is. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We actually, we know that for, for one, but then during the event, I kept just seeing all these kids going over to another building and there was nothing in that building, but they were so used to what happened last year when we did use that building for lunch and uh, like 30 other exhibitors because we had so many people just kept going over there. So we actually had to have put some volunteers out there to stop letting them go to that building. Like, hey, we got everybody in this building this year or they're outside because we had so many people doing the concrete pour this year and move lunch to a different building. So yeah, we know we get repeats which is a lot of fun. We love that they come back and hopefully they're trying something new and hopefully we have what they're looking for. So, All right. So there's 5,500 kids that are bussed in from across the state. Um, I tried to pull some of the kids off and interview them and some were, were very interesting. And the reality of it is some kids said like, you know, we're just checking out the job fair and we get a day off of school, right? They get a day off of school and they're pretty psyched about that. But 5,500 kids, and let's say you get 25% of those really interesting. I mean, that's a really big number for those, you know, to to enter into the trades. And for those that just want a day out, I mean, they're they're being immersed into all this stuff. And I'm, I'm guaranteeing when they leave there, they'll be like thinking about, man, that's some cool shit that I just saw. So it's just a great, it's a great event for these kids. Yeah, and it's... uh. It's always interesting too. So I was actually talking to the principal of the high school where my kids will go eventually, but we're still very new to the area. So was just talking to him because I'd never met him before and he was wearing the logo on his shirt. So I stopped him and he's like, he told a story about a girl last year that he had. And, you know, she was like, I already know what I want to do. I don't want to do any of this stuff. Um, I don't want to go to build my future. And he's like, get on the bus. And this is 2022. So this was last year. And he actually said, so, you know, they go to build my future and they get there and they're ready to leave. They've been there for four hours or whatever. Um, and she is the only student not on the bus. And they had to search the building. And sure, sure enough, she was welding and she didn't want to leave. <laughs> yeah, I see. So it's just one of those things where, you know, yeah, it is a day off. It's a, it's a field trip or whatever. But some schools actually use it as a college visit day now, yeah. so like or a career visit day. So it's one of those things where you can check a lot of boxes. We know that over 20% of the kids that scanned in on Wednesday were seniors. And then the next highest group was juniors, which is probably even better to some because it gives them more time to get their ducks in a row for when they do graduate their senior year. But it's uh, if, if you really are out there recruiting the right way, this event allows you to just get more bang for your buck than you probably will at any just general career fair or doing what you're doing, putting wanted ads on Facebook or whatever. If you do it right, you can you can really get a lot of know. Jeremy from the Plumbers and Steam Fitters, 
they've had 30 or over 30 apprentices come from the build my future event already. I mean, what a big, big impact that is for them. So when I um, was talking to somebody, I think yesterday about this, they had asked, well, do like plumbing and HVAC companies, are they there like recruiting people? And I said, not, not necessarily no, but is that something that would you thought about or, or bring in, you know, local companies in to have a booth? And Yeah, it's something that we actually go after. I mean, being part of the yeah. Home Builders Association, right, we have 750 member companies. We would love if every single one of them had a hands-on exhibit there. You're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. yeah I mean, uh, a, lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them are definitely saying, you know, like they're, you know, since they're maybe mom and pops compared to some of the bigger ones, they just don't have the ability to shut down for a day. Yeah. Um, you know, then our argument always is, well, what's the number one you need you have? And they're like, well, workforce. And I was like, well, where do you think you're going to find them? If you're not out there, you know, this is just one day. So it's always a struggle. So you'll get, we had maybe, three smaller uh plumbing hvac companies there um i did yeah i did see yeah. that yeah so yeah it's always a struggle i reached out you know it's it's crazy how many emails and calls and all these things that we make over uh you know we already know where the data is next year so we're already making calls and already getting that information out there as soon as we have the videos from wednesday made up and ready we start sending them out to start recruiting for next year so You'll have up and down years and, you know, some years you have a bunch of small companies in there and electricians and things like that. And then the next year, you know, they go away and you have somebody else come in. So we're always working to, to add more people in there. We would love more of those small mom and pop shops to come in there. Um, we'd love some or more of the bigger ones in there that should be in there that make sense that uh, that aren't in there. And then we're always trying to add career pathways too. Like you, you mentioned some of them earlier about like the military and things like that, but we'd love to add like aviation. Um, we'd love to have more of like the mechanic side in there, which is definitely across. We'd love more agriculture because the egg kids, they grew up welding. They grew up working on trucks and things like that. So their skills can transfer over to multiple industries. They probably just don't realize that yet. So we're always working to add more things like that in there. Tell us about the signing day. I know that was a big, it's always a big draw. It's at a, I think it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. And there were 22 kids that were, um, you know, signed of a letter of intent to go to, is it a, is it a the trade school to, to learn their trade? Yeah. It doesn't have to be a trade school per se. So some of them could be pre-apprenticeships, could be the natural apprenticeship, could be a two or four year school where they're already engaged. Like they know that they're going in, maybe they're going to be a, you know, project coordinator or something like that, but they're going our architect or whatever, but they've already, they've already kind of gone out there. They've done some of the legwork where they've been attached to a business or they already have an apprenticeship coordinator or whatever. So we actually put an invite out to the schools and the students and just like, you know, here's what we're looking for, but it has to be somebody. It's not somebody who isn't engaged. We want the ones that are engaged and, and they've already kind of said this is the path that they're going to take. And these students are from all over. So some of them were for electric companies where they offer like the, the linemen or the electric training. But then we had, they also offer like the gas, the, the welding side or the, you know, maybe they're working with some of the HDPE or something like that where they're doing some of that stuff. So it's kind of neat to see the different backgrounds they have. Manats, which is like a concrete company here. Um, they've always got a few in there. Yeah, it is. It's a fun event. Yeah. So this year we had 22 students. I think last year we had 17. 
you know, so it continues to grow. My goal would be to someday have a hundred kids signing in there, you know, from all different sorts of backgrounds and, you know, make it a big deal. Cause it should be a big deal. I can tell you, I wasn't that uh, organized or prepared when I was uh, in high school. I think one of the really unique ideas that has been created from this signing day is not only are these the students up there signing, but you've got their teachers or their mentors or the job shop owners that they're going to be working with that are there with them to give them that family, that, that we mentality that I, I think is really critical and really cool at this juncture in their life. Yeah, for sure. And that's something that we, the first year, maybe even the first two years, we didn't really have that component in there. And then we started being like, you know, we should have the schools be here. We should have the uh, businesses be here and the parents, of course. Yeah, we had one student, at least that we know of, that didn't just bring his mom and his dad, his grandparents came. So we just thought that was really cool. And he's a local student, so we actually know him and have got to see him kind of weave his way through his high school path and figure out the, what he wants to do and is going to be an uh, electrical apprentice. So really cool to see those stories and hear those stories. I know that we got some good video testimonials from some of those students this year. So we'll be putting those out because it's always kind of neat to hear what they have to say, not just about build my future, but their kind of pathway that led them to where they're at now. So on my, you know, my drive home was a four hour drive. I was talking to some people about the event and you know, how exciting it was and what a great event it was. And somebody asked me, well, so the signing day, well, like, what if they change their mind? Are they so nope, they're stuck for life or <laughs> <laughs> can they change? Can they change trades? I said, Nope, you, you signed it for life. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. You can change or whatever, but. I got to ask, how is it working with that Spencer guy? You know, Spencer, he's all good, man. He's got a lot going on. <laughs> he is. He is. I don't understand. He's like, he's setting up the booth and it's just him. And I'm like, dude, where's your like entourage? He goes, no, it's just me. <laughs> he's, he's, he's all over the he place. Is. He's a world traveler. I don't get to, I don't get to leave Iowa that much these days, but. I think I was tired just watching him do some of that stuff. And I'd been there since 530 in the morning. Do you hunt at all? Because he's a big hunter. So Yeah, I grew up hunting. I don't do as much as I'd like to do now. But I always try and make it back with my dad for deer season for a weekend. And then, you know, get out if I can. I have, like, we moved out and we have an acreage. And we have all the wildlife in my backyard. I could literally hunt from my uh, patio if I wanted to. And uh, really, would never kill my neighbors. So I just, I feed them instead which is doesn't always go well. They tear my yard apart, but uh, it's uh, fun to watch that. So yeah, maybe I can get uh, Hunter out or uh, Spencer out here to hunt with me instead of just coming to uh, do signing day. And he does a lot of hunting. He goes on these trips. He, he builds friendships with these people. I think you'd have a good time with yeah. him. Have you had other states reach out to you or other associations or connections throughout uh, U.S. and North America that have reached out to you and say, how can we create something similar in our hometown or our state? Because if we could clone you and clone this project and put it in 49 other states, I think it'd put a big dent in some of the issues we have with workforce development. Yeah, and that's probably a big part of what we do, you know, leading up to the event is we're having a lot of those conversations. Every year we have, you know, two to five probably people fly in or drive in kind of like you guys from all over the country that want to learn more about uh, build my future. And some of them could be home builders associations. Some of them could have been business owners or whatever. So this year we had two people come from Washington. 
um, another one from Minnesota. Those people come in, but then during the event or after the event, people will reach out to us and ask for help. So I have a guy from Florida that has done one event and they never did it again. And he's like, we got to start doing this again. So it is very common for us. And I, I'm an open book. I share all my information with them. I'm like, here's our budget. Here's our marketing. Here's our logos. I was going to say the logos and the branding. It says, you know, build my future. And then there's Iowa. Yep. And it's almost like, okay, just insert your state name, yep. right? Yep. Like, let's get this movement going. If you look from 2018, which is one that, or 2017 was the first one, I think, in Springfield, Missouri. If you look from now or from then to now, it's just spread like wildfire. And some of them are run by community colleges. Some of them are run by Chamber of Commerces. Some are run by, you know, a collaborative kind of like association like we are. But uh, when they're done right, they're they're definitely super successful. We've helped start, besides the four that we have in our state already through our HBAs, we have two other ones that I helped start that are non-affiliated with us. Um, I went there, I had meetings, I showed them all of our stuff. And they're like, we really want to do this. It's like, I will help in any way I can. So basically, they, they start their own. They use some of the stuff that we've given them and kind of just, uh, you know, start small is what I always say. Like, people are so worried about trying to, you know, mimic and trying to have 5,500 students in their first year. Well, we didn't have 5,500 students in our first year. We had uh, something like 2,800 or 2,100 or something like that. So we've yeah. grown it since then and continue to grow it. I mean, this year we could add 7,000 students. It was more of just a capacity level for the buildings. What what we could handle as volunteers and businesses that were willing to be a part of it this year. So start small and, and grow those. But yeah, no, we love helping anybody across the country get these things going. Well, you know, John, it's appropriate that if you build it, they will come. That's right. It is. It's baseball season, where you can use that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Are they doing anything at that field this year? Uh, well, so they just got they got a ton more money um, to, to yeah. the improvements out there. Like I've never been there. I've only driven past it, but uh, it is crazy what that what they're doing out there. I mean, that small town is going to get some burst of. You know, they're putting in hotels. They've got all those other little fields where they'll be running little league state championships and, and weekend ball there and stuff like that. I think they have softball fields too, so it won't just be uh, baseball. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that little town is getting a bunch of business from from the growth of the Field yeah. of Dreams for sure. Yeah, if you've never been there, go. It's really cool. It's been probably 20 years since I've been there, but it's it's a cool it's cool. Facility. We put in for the lottery to get the, the tickets, but uh, – so far, no go. And I wasn't, I'm a Yankees fan and I could have got tickets or bought tickets, but I, there was no way I was paying that much to go to a baseball game. Uh, it yeah. was, it was like starting to get into the thousands of dollars to go. I'm like, no, I'm oh, good. Wow. It's like Field of Dreams, Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> Field of Dreams, Taylor well, Swift I'd, concert. I <laughs> Field of Dreams over Taylor Swift, but uh, we really love football here. So I would probably, it, if I'm going to spend that much money, it's probably be on some football tickets. You know, I tried to um, interview the architect for that um, part of the stadium, and they said a lot of that stuff is portable. Mm -hmm. Like, you can just, like, basically fold it up and move it somewhere else. So, um, it was interesting. Yeah, and they're, uh, I mean, they are making more permanent structures in there now, too, since it's, it seems like they've signed a contract that's going to be more of a long-term deal. So, I'm sure some of it's still going to be portable, almost like the, 
the golf bleachers and things that you see that of those big events, and then they're just gone the next week. Or, well, Brandon, if 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 you're able, what are the dates next year, and how can you know potential vendors, uh, manufacturer, other partners reach out to you to connect for next year's event? Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday, April seventeenth, twenty twenty four. Um, in Des Moines at the Iowa State Fairgrounds. Again, we're hoping to add another building next year. So we're already in works trying to, to lock that in so we can add more exhibitors and more career pathways. So if you're interested, definitely reach out to me, Brandon Patterson, just Brandon at dsmhba.com. Uh, you can find me on social media and DM me. I'm usually pretty good at following up on on those messages when I realize I have one, if I can figure that out. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you. It was great to have some more support from some of the national companies this year, like Odie and, you know, Blue Recruit yeah. and stuff like that. So when you when they start hearing about it and they start spreading the word, I think that helps too. It's uh, something that we keep hoping happens is bringing people in like that to have, you know, a national reach and can, uh, you know, they've got people all over the place, not just, you know, at headquarters, they could have, you know, their sales reps and stuff come and their different companies that use their products come and they did a great job. Well, I mean, Odie was there and they had, they didn't have a rep or some local, they had the head of marketing, yeah. Catherine yeah. was there and, and she was very, very excited and really impressed with the event. So I'm sure they'll be back. And yeah, for those listening and those companies, it's a good, it's a good, uh, it's a good day event you will be impressed with it. So get in touch with Brandon. Yeah. And they were hands on too. That's what was awesome about Odie is they weren't, it didn't matter what their status was in the company or anything like that. They were all down on their hands and knees doing the pipe wraps yeah. and the different things like that. Yeah. So like you got to love when your team is engaged like that and the students will feed off that energy too. So we always tell people don't bring paper to hand out at this event. You got to come yeah. willing to do some hands-on stuff and get engaged with them. Yeah, It's worth it in the end, no doubt. Well, Brandon, keep up the good work, man. Take a, a well-deserved day off, and um, hopefully the weather turns and you can do something fun this weekend. I hope so. Well, look forward to next year's. Awesome. Yeah, we look forward to having you guys again if you can come. And appreciate the support leading into the event and after the event and spreading the word. We We really do appreciate that. Yeah, April 17th, 2024, is that right? Yeah, it'll be here before you know it. <laughs> yeah, April 17th, the Iowa Build My Future event. It's uh, well worth the the visit and the investment if you're thinking about uh, you know exhibiting there. So check it out. Yeah, I was going to say, if you, anybody wants to check out some of our adventures uh, during the event, uh, go check out our YouTube, check out our, subscribe to our newsletter, or go to our website and see some of the videos and stuff that we did for uh, at the event. So, yep, looking forward to next year's, that's for sure.